genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie, The Return of the King, one audition scene at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And back again with us today is Brian Green from Theme Park This. Hi. You know, my grocery store was all sold out of Hobbit ramen, so I had to get a Hobbit cup of soup. <laughs> <laughs> Some condensed Hobbit soup. Ew! The Campbell's. Yeah. <laughs> It's not, it's like freeze-dried Hobbit, not like real, you know? Not fresh. Not, not 100% organic I, I may do. Hobbit. Meat is not back on the menu, boys. <laughs> so, so today, oh my God. today we're talking about minute 148, which starts with Sam saying, wake up, and ends with some orcs coming down the stairs mm-hmm. from the tower. So, uh, yeah, this this scene of uh, Sam trying to shake Frodo awake, thinking he's dead, was Sean Astin's audition scene. Oh, I thought I thought you were just making a joke that it this is, seems like something that someone would do as an audition scene. Nope this this was Sean Astin's audition scene. This is this is oh, what they had good. people auditioning to be Sam uh, read the lines for. Oh, he he does a good job. Yeah. I think it's cool that they, um, well, it might have been like an earlier draft, but like that they already had this scene planned out when they were auditioning people for like fellowship. Right. <laughs> I mean, this is, I mean, this is probably Sam's most important scene. So, um, emotionally. No, <laughs> I, I disagree. You disagree? I disagree. I don't. I think this is the most important because this. This is Sam's uh, Sam's lowest point that reaffirms what he knows that he has to do. I think it's the most important part of his character. Arc. I mean, I agree with that, but I I disagree that I that this is the most emotional Sam scene. Emotionally, important. what would you say it is? Um, I can't carry it for you, Mister Frodo, but I can carry you. Yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, yeah that that has a I think that has a bigger like a bigger impact the way it lands. But to, to Sam's character arc, I think this is the more important emotional part of his journey. Because this is what leads to him being able to make that decision. In, in what way? Well, this is, this is a step. This is, until this point, Sam hasn't had to uh, go out of his way to like actively make a decision that... Uh, puts them uh, or, or gets closer to achieving the goal. This is the first time the goal is put in Sam's hands, like the whole purpose of the journey. So this is what gives Sam the agency to make that decision later in the story to carry Frodo instead of carrying the ring, because he's already carried the ring. He already Now he knows unequivocally the burden Frodo carries because he's experienced some small part of it himself. Mm. Hmm. But that's not revealed yet. Right. But that's right. just me explaining my, my reasoning to you because we yeah. know where the story goes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I have to think about that. 
it's it's certainly um emotional it's like certainly like weighty um and i would say that this is probably his like dark night of the soul sort of thing yeah this is this is sam's lowest point um but i don't i think the reaffirmation of that later on with frodo is the most like emotion like important Mm. emotionally and plot wise because if sam wasn't there frodo would die right frodo would fail (laughs) yeah uh can't do anything alone. That's that's part of the point. Yeah. But yeah, this is but this was Sean Essen's audition scene. And I think that the line that always just stabs me through the soul is don't go where I can't follow you. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh uh-huh. no. That's so uh, it, it got me, me this morning when I was watching this. Oh. It's like Fran and Philip are trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, knowing that that's really Elijah Wood and not a silicone dummy, because there are places in the movies where there's, like, a motionless dead body or whatever, mm-hmm. of a main actor like Sean Bean or David Wenham, mm-hmm. that it's a silicone dummy, it's not the actor laying there. Yeah, we just talked about that with Faramir, right? Yeah, that's, that's a silicone dummy. And, like, scenes that we're going to see at the end of this week is also a silicone dummy, except for close-ups on the face. Right, right. So the fact that this isn't, I'm now hyper-aware of, Elijah Wood's ability to completely non-emote <laughs> and just look completely dead. And it's kind of freaky to me. It, it's creepy. It's it's a little upsetting. Like, no no blinks, no little twitches in his face. I think it, um, like, it also adds to the, like, a realism of having, like, an, an actor there with you like to cradle in your arms as you're mourning them you know right but also i think it speaks to sean astin's ability to um embody his character and not be freaked out by his co-worker right by elijah (laughs) just playing dead yeah wrapped up in this cocoon his noodly cocoon right Because, like, out of context, this is ridiculous. But, like, yes. in the moment, it's just like, oh, wow, this is really powerful. <laughs> it is really powerful. Sean Astin, uh, Sean Astin is a really, a really good actor when it comes to, to stuff like this. Mm. He's very, he's very good at selling the, the weight of this moment. Yeah. But, yeah, don't go where I can't follow. <laughs> this isn't the, the thing that makes me cry all the time, though. There's like two, there's two Sam things that make me cry. Mm. Or a, a Frodo thing and then a Sam thing. Like what makes this so heart-wrenching too, I think is because when you're watching this movie and tracking like the emotional highs and lows with Sam, mm-hmm. that it feels like the discovery of the Lembus and having been turned, like being turned away would be Sam's lowest point. Yeah. And then the movie gives you this little spike of Sam being the hero only to drop even further than when he was pushed away. Right. Yeah, because the last time he spoke to Frodo was like on terrible terms. Right. Was being told to go home. Yeah. Oh, oh. now I'm sad. So like you you <laughs> Sam yeah. is is what you think is Sam's lowest point and then his recovery is then immediately undercut. just undercut yeah. to an even lower place. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I didn't narratively I really like that. I think that was a really good like a really good move on the part of these filmmakers to really make this 
this moment hit even harder. Mm-hmm. But then we hear some voices. Yes. Uh, we don't. We barely see the orcs that are coming. Um, I have a question about the tower in the background. Yeah. Is that uh, Kirithungal is the name of the pass? Right? I think it's also the name of the tower. Okay, because it looks like Baradur, right, with the eye. I think that's just a flame on top, but yeah, it, that's just Mordor. It's probably just like Mordor aesthetics. <laughs> okay. Got spiky bits. Got just some like fire on top. just the architectural stylings of Mordor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like hot topic in the nineties, you know, Mordor. <laughs> What's with this Stargate door? Whatever. <laughs> I never understood that. Why is why is why does the entrance to Hot Topic look like Stargate? I never. <laughs> I feel like I like repressed that in my memory, but like, yeah, it was like a weird portal, right? Yeah, like split in half down the middle. Yeah, like, I don't know if it was supposed to be like a sewer tunnel because everything a inside sewer is tunnel. garbage. I don't know. <laughs> it's a metaphor, y'all. <laughs> yeah, life is garbage. My hair out of my face. You gotta go to Hot Topic and get your your spicy memes, right? Just go go buy your buy your curated memes on a t shirt, right? Before the internet, okay. yeah, <laughs> and your trap pants with all the pockets and buckles. <laughs> we get the return of a glowing sting in this minute. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen Sting glow since the first movie. Yeah, in the it in doesn't Warrior, glow right? in two towers. I think they always avoid orcs in two towers. Smart. So we're it's allowed a, to a forget good to that Sting does this. Right? Yeah. We're allowed to forget that Sting does this. Sam hasn't. Sam hasn't. Uh, because he immediately is just like, oh no. Uh, but as an audience, you're kind of allowed to forget this so that when it happens again, it's supposed to spark, oh, this is bad. Yeah. But in a way that you weren't thinking about before. It's like a cool little surprise. I really like the music cue when Sting starts to glow. Mm. It's, it's just this creepy music starts playing. Also, this is one of the best shots we get of Sting. Yeah. I was going to say, like, we haven't seen Sting in a while. Um, and I really just am struck by the detail of this sword. Yeah. I like I like Sting's handle a lot. Yeah. The hilt. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's elven. There's, like, leaves and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's real pretty. There's, there's really not, I mean, there's all this emotional, this emotional weight to this minute, but not a whole lot really happening. It's just very, very sad Sam. Just from Sam's perspective, this is just the worst day in the entire history of the universe. Nothing sadder could have happened to Sam today. He lost Frodo twice. (laughs) I feel like in these movies... Um, this scene in particular is the one that has the most um, Sam and Frodo subtext. Oh, yeah. 100%. Where, to the point where it's like not even subtext. It's kind of it's, like. It's the text. Yeah. yeah. Don't go where, Don't I, go can't where I can't follow. Yeah. That's a very romantic. Like yes. A very romantic sentiment. I feel like I would be romantic yes. if I didn't mention that in this minute. <laughs> that's That's 100% for the shippers out there. Yes. Absolutely. Aww. Got it. I think I think a 
Elijah Wood's face wouldn't be as creepy if it weren't for his like piercing blue eyes. Right. Even though they're color deadened by the the filter on this yeah. whole scene. Yeah. <laughs> also, still... like the gross slime on his face, like yeah. ew. But yeah. Little, little spots. Subtext. <laughs> when subtext becomes text. <laughs> Sam sees Sting glow and just it runs off. Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. Because what's he going to do? He just fought the spider. Right. That was one big spider. He's not going to fight a dozen orcs that come to check this out. He, he, he could have taken him with him. I don't know. Maybe. He would have moved a lot slower. Um, he might not have gotten out of the gotten out of the way in time. Well, okay. If you think your friend's dead. Right? And you're, you know, you're in a, a foreign land. You don't know where you where you're gonna go. Mm-hmm. Don't know what you're gonna do. And then just you hear people coming that you really don't want to get found by. I understand. I um it's like a panic response. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of adrenaline. Yeah. That immediately, that like just fell uh-huh. and just rushes right back when he, when he sees Sting glow and hears those voices coming. Yeah. It's just, uh, his poor heart. He's had so just ups and downs today. Oh, poor Sam. Poor Sam and Dean. Are we going to talk about the orcs now or are we going to talk about them next uh, time? Probably tomorrow because we're really going to see him tomorrow. Okay. Um, I guess the other thing to talk about is... Um, the ambiguity about whether or not Sam kills Shelob. Mm. Like, does Shelob die from this wound? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But the way Shelob yeah, retreats... Shelob walks, yeah, walks away and retreats. I I think they're still alive. Yeah. There is a lot of the, the twitchy scuttling of a dying bug. But Ugh. I think that's more of an animation choice than anything that we're supposed to read into as, like, Shelob is dying from this. Because Tolkien never answers that question in the text either. The the question about whether or not Shelob dies is left entirely up to interpretation of the reader. Mm. It's like, it's straight up, it's just whether or not these wounds killed her, no one really knows. I think that um, she just gave up because it was too much trouble. Yeah. She's smart enough to be like, not worth it. Yeah. So I got stuff in my fridge. I'm good. <laughs> I got food at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to... This is... You know, I don't need to deal with this stuff on my doorstep. Some <laughs> stupid orc will wander down here eventually. Or Son will send me a slave to eat. Right. Delicious. Tasty. A dainty from Sauron. <laughs> God. I love... There, there's a, a chunk of text um, in the book where Tolkien's talking about um, Shelob, and he specifically calls Shelob, like, Sauron's cat. Yeah, Sauron refers to Shelob as his cat. Um, <laughs> so, so we like talked about that a couple weeks ago. Like, what that like meant for their weird like symbiotic relationship. Yeah. <laughs> like it uses the phrase that uh, Sauron sends sends a dainty to her every now and then. Yeah. As, as you would to a pet. He sends her treats <laughs> in the form of orcs that are no longer useful to him. And I'm like, what? so weird right yeah it's just like oh okay (laughs) oh cute little spider just like (laughs) oh i mean when you're a a gross ancient evil being a giant monster spider might as well be a pet to you i guess that's fair it's also you know his narcissism because shelob is also incredibly ancient though not as old as sauron because he's a maiar and therefore as old as the universe yeah 
but Shelob is a being of similar scale and power. And grossness. And grossness. <laughs> what what a thing Shelob is. <laughs> so, uh, we're from the website Dueling Genre, all three of us. And you can go check out more Movies by Minutes podcasts on DuelingGenre.com. Like Harry Potter Minute, which is currently on hiatus. I think they're coming back soon. They should be coming back soon with uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, the best one. Yep. I need to rewatch it. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time. I've only seen all those movies once, except for the first two, because I rewatched oh, wow. them uh, in when Harry Potter Minute was going on. <laughs> um, and uh, the Cornetto Minute, which is currently running uh, their third season. Mm-hmm. There's the backlogs for Spider Man Minute. If you're on Patreon, you can listen to Scott Pilgrim Minute. Mm-hmm. So good with with more Brian. Mm-hmm. If Brian strikes more of me. <laughs> so we'll be back tomorrow to talk about minute 149. Bye. Bye. Bye.